I'm here with Trevor Santos, and this is the VDF podcast brought to you by Dance Informer and Energetics. Hi, Trevor. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. We're chatting over Zoom because, like most of the world, we are in, I was going to say solitary confinement, which is a really bad, I can't believe that just popped up. We're in isolation. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, no, I feel like we're, uh, we're all been sent to our bedrooms. Our parents have sent us to our bedrooms. <laughs> we're sent to our yeah. rooms for being very naughty. Well, you yeah. are very naughty if you're out and about right now, other than the essential. <laughs> so we're being very good. Um, but Trevor Sa- Santos is a highly sought-after mentor, choreographer locally, internationally, accolades including hip-hop international heavyweight Urban Dance Championships, judging the Australian Dance Crew Championships, choreographing for the Australian Open. You have worked alongside notable national and international music artists, including Missy Higgins. Whoa, that would have been awesome. Um, you yeah, that was, that was Peter Alexander. Awesome. Peter Alexander sounds yeah. cool. Can you tell me about that one? I yeah. Stop because that's too exciting. I love Peter uh, Alexander. So, yeah. I love him too, actually. Um, <laughs> but uh, a couple of years back, um, yeah, it was his 50th birthday, and I think someone wanted to, uh, he wanted to get, like, he wanted to jump up on stage and um, do a dance. So uh, there was about, like, five boys, and we were dressed up in, like, Peter Alexander pajamas. And oh, that would have been the best costume. Yeah, yeah. and then we, uh, he, he wanted to do Thriller, and then he comes out, but he's, like, someone's wearing a mask, and then, surprise, surprise, Peter Alexander, like, jumps up on his birthday, and he... Um, yeah, he does the dance with us. <laughs> Do you know, what a yeah, sense of humour. What an incredible way to celebrate turning, was it 50? That, that's just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do yeah, that one day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're still working on Book Q when I'm turning 50. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, at this rate, um, you know, I guess I'll take the year off and then um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come back to so it. Good, so good. Um, you're leading the Melbourne Zone Dance Movement, providing real opportunities for the community to come together and to grow and learn as well. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. you that's probably changed. So how are you staying in touch with community, in particularly Melbourne Zone Dance Movement, like right now? How's, how's your life been affected? And your, is it a company? Is that what you would... Um, I would say it's food? a social enterprise. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like a so- social enterprise, so basically... Um, most of the funding kind of goes back into the community and, uh, in recent years, we've just kind of been using the community members in, I guess, the street dance scene to share the knowledge that they've had over the years. And, uh, Melbourne Zone has been that platform, uh, throughout like the past couple of years, but it's kind of obviously with everything that's going on, it's been just trying to adjust and trying to figure out exactly what we can provide at this time. And I've actually been thinking about it a lot during the week that we've been in this lockdown, but I think uh, more or less about dance, but more about people just kind of coming together and really just having conversation. Cause I feel like everyone is not, I mean, everyone is connected, but I guess it's not encouraged to connect because I guess social distancing, mm, um, yeah. you know, that that's kind of, um, been a boundary but I think right now that's kind of where my head's at um with it all uh with Melbourne Zone just trying to create still create a community but I guess as much as I'd like to talk about dance or do like dance workshops um I think people just want to just see each other Mm, so so you know they could be like you know yeah so it's a bit it's a bit much but obviously lots of work if not all of the work 
um, in terms of dance teaching or even performance opportunities is, is over right now. Yeah. Um, that must have been hard on yeah. you. Did you, well, I don't want to ask you if you had a try, but you're welcome to tell me if you, if you did. I, I yeah. A lot of performers um, have had a big cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've, I mean, I think this year for me personally has just been a whole bunch of change. So, I mean, it's tragic, everything that's been happening, but I guess part of me also is appreciating mm. the pause. Um, but yeah, I, I, I haven't, I, I don't think I've gotten to that point yet where I feel like I've given up or I feel like that's where I'm going to feel that emotion. But um, yeah, it's been hard because I'm just trying to figure out this whole online situation because every, yeah. every person that I know is, has been trying to navigate themselves online. Mm. But um, right now or, or the week that we've had, I've just been trying to just pause and go, what is it that I can do? that I still have an interest in mm, because good. obviously when you, when you, you know, you have a career yeah. that kind of takes up all of your time. So, yeah. and, yeah. and, you know, you know, let's like, if I do imagine this moment as being like, okay, let's say we couldn't dance anymore as much as it's been disappointing. Mm. I've had a, like, a, I feel like I've done the best I could with the career that I had in the time that we had, but That's now good. it's just like, yeah. Like how do how do how do I adapt or how do I take the skills that I've learnt as a dancer as a choreographer and how do I transfer those skills into another interest, for mm, example? That's so cool. yeah, yeah. That's I think that's where I'm at with the the whole thing. I'm just trying to be patient. I'm not trying to force anything to happen because I think I'd rather lead with my heart rather than like for the sake of money. I think that's always been very important to me. Yeah. And but I, obviously we all have to like live and yeah, we have pay to rent. Live. But yeah, I mean, the importance <laughs> of it varies, doesn't it, from person to person. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's not true for everyone in the arts industry, but it's certainly normally not the driving force of choosing this as a career for most yeah, I mean, creatives. It's definitely. your heart, it's your passion. And yeah. That. So, yeah. Yeah. And I do, I do, I do, I do honestly believe like if you're creative in one aspect, like you've, you've got to be creative in other ways. Like there's just not, you know, you can't just like put yourself in a box and yeah, that's it. That's right. Know? Generally, I think creatives are better lateral thinkers. It's like, okay, well, how do I solve this? What can I do rather than sort of that fixed thinking? Yes. We tend to naturally yes. sit in that space. Our brains tend to be sharp at it. We're used mm -hmm. to uncertainty, aren't we? We're like used to things. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> not necessarily being straight and cut and dry. And um, this is a whole, the whole next level of that. But um, I guess for some not that um, unusual really <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah so how do you what do you mean what advice do you have other than what you just shared which is brilliant um for people in your dance community that you normally work with or just generally dancers how do they stay active and strong Judy you know all those studios are closed and the theaters are closed and what do we do what, oh, yeah. what do you think what does Trevor say <laughs> <laughs> um I think um I think, yeah, just to maybe just reflect and do and, and appreciate the things that we have achieved, like individually, um, but to also take the time to want to spend time with your family or the people that you feel like you didn't have time to spend um, your time with. Um, but essentially, in terms of, I guess, what the community can do is all we can really do at this stage is adapt 
Mm. Um, and, and we're humans, like we've been doing this, you know, we've recovered from like wars and, and other pandemics and, and we're still, we're still here. So mm. it is hard, but I think just to reach out to the ones that are closest to us. And if you don't have anyone close to reach out to, there are so many different um, organizations out there like lending a hand. But I think as long as we adapt, as long as we aren't like, this is definitely not the time to be stepping on each other's toes. Yeah. And I, I can see that it's an opportunity. Like it's a perfect opportunity for people to, to be selfish, but it's not, it's just so not required because when this is over, because this yeah. is temporary, mm. um, you know, I'd, I'd hate for this moment to expose like the very worst of us, but it should mm. be exposing the very best of us. So adapting and just, and just reaching out. I mean, the community is there. People want to dance. People are looking for it. So we mm. just got to make that effort. That's so you true. You know, while this is happening. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And I mean, I'm excited for October. And of course, we've had to move the VDF Festival, the Victorian Dance Festival to October. Um, yeah. Like lots of events have all had to move and shows and be adaptable, as, as you say. Um, but when yeah. we do get to be together in October, what are you looking forward to, you know, as the dance community is able to join together again? What, what kind of excites Trevor about that? <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, I'm just excited because I, I feel like we're all going to heal from this like situation and we're all going to come back better than ever. Mm. Um, and I think the energy is just going to be wild. I feel like everyone is going to yeah. like care about things that much more, which is always something that I've mm. been waiting. Well, I don't know. I feel like I've, I'm, I'm just such a sucker for that, but I'm hoping that people's um, you know, temperament will change and people will really go for the things that they love and, and really like push for that. And that's, ex that's something to look forward to in October. Yeah, that's so true. It's going to be so exciting for everyone. What, what's the benefit of coming together at all? I mean, particularly now as we reflect, what's the benefit of events like VDF? Why do we even come together in your opinion? Like what's that about and what's important about it? I think it's just a nice way to really acknowledge how big our community is mm. and acknowledge like how many people are just as passionate about what you're passionate about in this case, dancing or performing and, and to be in a, in a room with so much of that shared energy and that passion. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's just something that you don't like, unless, you know, like you're constantly going to conferences and stuff, but that energy in that building, yeah. like when I taught last year, at VDF, that was the first time, and I was like, "It's nine a.m. on a Sunday, <laughs> and we're doing this. And, we're doing this, and yeah." Was, and everyone is like smashing it, and that's just something that I feel like festivals like VDF are, are great for. It's really empowering. It's really like showing you um, where, also where you are, and also where other people are that you've never met, and just mm. to realize that you're not just this tiny ant that yeah. you are amongst a bigger bigger thing yeah it's yeah. going to be so exciting you're right it's going to the energy is going to be crazy and i was looking at your youtube channel trevor has a youtube channel everyone under oh. it's so cool <laughs> your oh. choreography is amazing and just 
Thank you. I appreciate There's so it. many words that come to my mind and it's, it's edgy and it's cool and it's, it's relaxed and laid back, but fierce. It's, I mean, it's just incredible. Um, are you kind of finding that in your solitude <laughs> that you're, <laughs> you're creating or are you actually enjoying not creating right now? Uh, yeah, actually I've been enjoying not creating. Right though. Um, yeah. Um, for, for a moment. Cause obviously we've been, uh, in lockdown for a week, but they were, mm. they were saying like it w- will be in lockdown for three weeks, but I kind of just thought maybe mm. I'll create when, when, when it matters or when I feel like it. And I feel like the best kind of work that I've, pr- that I produce is when I'm, when I feel it and mm. I, as much as, um, any other artist, but, um, yeah, just taking that pause because I've been, I've literally been exploring other things. And, and the fact that we're having this conversation mm-hmm. last night, my best friend and I decided to just start doing a podcast. So this is kind of something I've always wanted to endeavor in, just yeah. having conversation and Chatting. revealing things and, yeah. and learning things that you can't learn sometimes in a dance class. That's so true. And it's, you know, research has shown that creativity actually comes from pause and rest and having the space to come up with new ideas and new ways of doing things. And when you're a production line, like I know when you teach a lot, you know, you're just constantly mm-hmm. pumping out. It's, uh, you mm-hmm. can lose a bit of the joy and the actual depth of the creative exploration yeah. that's available through rest and quiet and mm-hmm. a moment of still and calm. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens and, you know, through both VDF and just your life, like out of this and these discoveries. And like mm-hmm. they're saying, like, if you really want to, some of the most creative people in the world are people that do other things other than just one, like it, not just dance, but, yeah. you know, cooking. And they find ideas through doing a lot of different things. So I love yeah. that you're doing a lot of different things. What's one of the different things that you're doing, if you wouldn't mind divulging that information Um, (laughs) uh, i guess that there are multiple things that i've been trying to do because and actually the one thing i have been trying to avoid is just sitting around or lying around and watching netflix because i feel like that's (laughs) becoming like it's something yeah large batman character that's put on weight (laughs) and it's kind of scary for everyone i think yeah yeah um I mean, I'm trying to let that be the last, last thing I end up doing. Um, mm. But um, I have, I've had more time to read. Um, I've just been trying to do things consistently. So before this whole lockdown, I was, I was com- coming back to reading more um, and journaling more, just journaling thoughts like they didn't have to make sense. Um, I have been listening to my vinyl player just because music sounds very, yeah, so very, like, special when you, like, if anyone has a vinyl player out there, you should definitely use it. Mm. Um, I actually bought a word search book, so I loved word search um, in primary school, in high school, Mm. so I bought a word search book. What is a word, what is that? What is a word search? Word search. Word search is, like, there's, instead of crossword where there's blank squares with letters, this is just like a whole table of letters and you just yeah. have to find the word. And oh, I love those. I love those. Yeah. It's like hunting yeah. treasure with words. Yeah, pretty, so much. Cool. pretty much. I can see yeah. you sitting there doing that right now and just going, this is great. <laughs> I don't want to be doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, and then yeah. maybe just really just resting, like just being consistent. Because I find that when we were living our old life, our old life. <laughs> if I can, if I can say that, it's only been a week. Yeah, true. But, um, 
you know, I think the consistency part is the hardest thing. Mm. I, I feel like now that we've had more time on our own, I feel like I've, I've been able to manage my, my time and to be more consistent with these activities, with these things that I feel give me joy if I yeah. couldn't dance, you know. That's so cool. That is really cool. I, I find a lot of the time, you know, as dancers, we can be so passionate and that our whole identity is this kind of function that we have. And I've asked myself yep. if this was all taken away, <laughs> funny that question, Yeah. overnight, <laughs> and you actually you don't think it ever will be taken away. But I asked yeah. myself, you know, would I be okay? Would I still know who I am? And are you enjoying the, the fact that that actually has happened? It's sort of, it's not that it's taken away forever, but for a season. So it sounds like yeah. you're really enjoying just being able to, to rest and recharge and do things you enjoy again. Yeah. And I think there's, uh, I think it's whatever, maybe the universe or whatever mm. anyone believes in, but I think, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just a matter of a matter of time that things will change just like everything. And I think it's just to accept that change is inevitable and we shouldn't look into it. And sometimes I think it's very human to make connections and we want to know why, things happen the way they do but I've been taking this week to really learn that things just happen and rather mm -hmm. than label them good or bad they're just they're just experiences really mm, that's good you know and yeah I mean I have a hard time like anyone like you know trying to see life like that or situations but I think the more I remind myself that these are these are experiences and these are what makes us the artists or the humans that we end up being or that we want to be. Yeah. Know? So when yeah. you were in your old life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we started something. <laughs> we started something. Um, what, what was your, it's got probably going to be very different going forward, but what was your choreographic process? I, like your choreography is really, it's got a kind of relaxed feel, but yeah, it's fierce. Um, and Tell me about that. What did you actually do to create? Does it just naturally come to you when you or do you wake up in the night? Like what's your creative process? Uh, I think it's changed over the years, but I think recently, um, before everything had happened, um, I'm usually the type of person to pick a song generally based on my mood. So yeah. um I think I've, as I've gotten older and into this, uh, you know, into creating or choreographing, I've just been more conscious about how I feel and, and, and reacting and responding to that. Um, because I think it's, it's harder or it's a little bit more, it's delicate to like really expose yourself. And I feel like I've always been a fan of, of artists that are willing to showcase that. And especially with dance, like dancing is, you're not talking, you're just expressing without speaking. And I think that's really, I feel like that's something that I guess commercially isn't something that people buy into because mm. they just don't. Yeah. But I think for me, I, I'm, I don't know, maybe, maybe I just feel like I'm that I'm an emotional person and I'm okay with that. But I, I want to be able to share I guess the deepest, darkest things without saying them and hopefully inspire others to reach deep and go, this is me and this is how I want to be. So, you know, I play a song, I either like it or I don't like it, but obviously every day or every week it changes. Mm. Um, but I just try to go with where, where the feeling is. And, and, and yeah, recently some of the best choreographies that I feel like I've 
showcased have just come out of that. So there'll be some weeks where I just want to dance. Some days I just want to relive the times that I used to go out and club and like, yeah. you know, party and stuff. And so I want that feeling. Mm. And so I'd try to find a song. If the song fits that general vibe, then that's what I'd go with. But obviously I feel like I've been going through a lot of changes this year. So a lot of mm. uh, my recent work has been just about like holding on to those moments and going, okay, how do I express that? And how do I reveal it without talking about it? Because sometimes yeah. people don't want to hear about it, you know? Yeah, it's true. That's but they true. Want, but, you know, but they definitely want to express these things. Absolutely. There's a real energy in that kind of whole room expressing it without words, isn't there? It's like, it, like you said, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's like Sunday morning, 9am, but there is something in that. It's very powerful, human yeah. expression through, you know, dance. Um, so just in closing, I want to know out of all these in- amazing gigs that you've done, including Peter Alexander, Boots, Juice, Porsche, Subaru, <laughs> um, <laughs> judging the Australian dance crew, like all of these things. And um, has there been like an outstanding moment that's been your absolute favourite that you just treasure oh, other wow. than dancing in your pyjamas? <laughs> <laughs> that's, really, that's a really tough question, actually. Mm. Um, hmm. I would say there's two that I would say that I was such a highlight. Well, obviously there's one, there was one in China, which is in like 2012 and I was in China working for this artist and he was a massive um, Chinese superstar. And he, I think we we danced for like 50,000 strong, like spectators. Wow. And I was, I think I was, I was still at uni at that time. Um, so that was just something I didn't even think at that time I was going to even have a career still in, in, in dancing, but I did that for a month and that was crazy. And I choreographed for him and the, the song that I choreographed for, like he won a 2012 MTV, Amazing. Um, yeah. you know, world artist. And I still feel like, wow, I didn't really talk about it, but I just like, it's just crazy. That's happened. Yeah. Um, but more recently, um, I was, I was in a show called Matador mm. and we performed at the Sydney Opera House. So that was pretty, pretty crazy. Oh, I, I lied now. I feel like I have a third one, but I think last week oh, I highlight. Oh, you can have three. <laughs> oh, I can have three. You can, you can have three. Can have Break the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, uh, teaching, uh, overseas, um, mm-hmm. one in New York and one in Malaysia that was last year. And that was just you know, aside from the whole dancing professionally, I think teaching and being able to share in another country, doing mm. what I usually do like every week and, you know, in like local town or like in the city, it's, it's mm. crazy that I've been able to reach that, that far. Yeah. That's incredible, isn't it? It's like, it, yeah. it's amazing to, to get on a plane, not that we can do that right now and just to experience <sighs> another culture and that mm-hmm. what we do translates and is yeah. and appreciated. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing, Trevor. And, you know, I'm wishing you all the best in your, the rest of your days of isolation. <laughs> Thank you. You too. <laughs>